Now, Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. We are speaking with uh, the one and only uh, Chloe Trujillo, Mother's of a new nation is uh, available now and as we say here in Montreal uh, bonjour Chloé comment allez-vous ça va merci bonjour et voilà je, je le savais en venant de Paris que le français ça, ça marcherait bien ben oui <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also have a French passport believe it or not so there you go oh really oh yes. cool yes my uh, my family is from Antibes so ah d'accord Mm -hmm. So a uh, beautiful place, but we're in Montreal uh, well my entire life. But uh, let's let's let us chat about this because you, you've done you've done something interesting. You didn't throw the record out as one piece all here. You did uh, piecemeal videos once every sort of a couple of months or every month until we got to this final product. Talk to me about about doing it uh, doing it in steps and and putting out the videos and letting people taste the music and get a an idea for the concept before you gave them the full album? Uh, it didn't really come from me originally. It came from a, a, a promoter in France who was like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, throwing this idea uh, of doing like a single every month or so. Mm -hmm. um, and <clears throat> uh, uh, I kind of like it. I liked it because, uh, you know, I thought, uh releasing a video along with those songs so the songs were all finished obviously right. last year but the videos we did as like each month so right. it gave it gave an idea because i you know i'm a visual artist too so right. i like i like having the visual along with the music and so it gave me time to kind of you know get the videos ready for the release of each song so it was kind of it worked out in a way and and i don't know it's just uh, um and and also adding because i released music before this album uh, mm -hmm. you know years ago and and all that and i never really was vocal about it i just released it and i was like oh you know you know if somebody discovers it whatever uh uh the the fact of the videos were kind of also a way of pushing my boundaries and, right. and, and allowing me to, to kind of share more. Uh, and also being, you know, I've, I've, I've done different things in my life where I was in front of the camera, but uh, I've never really done music videos in that way. So it's kind of also you know, forced me to kind of, you know, be more comfortable in front of a camera and doing uh, my own music videos uh, uh, that were directed and filmed by uh, by Anne, who who, uh, who is also French, and she became a great friend now through this process. We really connected, and and uh, so I give her carte blanche because we speak French, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, you'd say it in English too, right? Carte yeah, yeah, carte, carte blanche. Uh, you gave yeah. her carte blanche. So, totally freedom of whatever she thinks uh, um, that video should look like or what I should dress like or what it should be and mm -hmm. the environment and everything. And because we had such a strong connection, I totally trusted her. And uh, it made the process really fun. So that's that's how we kept doing it. Like, yeah. And and you know the the first person that I know who did that was John Five, who you must know. He yeah. did that a couple of years ago, where he put out a single every month. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I said, didn't why? That. Yeah. yeah. And I said, John, oh. why are you doing that? He says, Well, because I'm in the news cycle every month. Then it'll be whatever magazine. It's John Five has a new single. John Five uh, has a yeah. new single. 
And I'm like, I'm like, that's not, that's not stupid smart. there. That's yeah, pretty smart, exactly. John. Yeah. And as you know, John is a smart guy. So yeah. totally. um, talk to me about some of the players on this. Obviously you've had your son play on this. Who's just a phenomenal talent. I mean, at, at the age of yeah. 12, he's out on stage playing with, what was it? Suicidal tendencies or whatever it was. It was, was corn. Corn, he was, uh, yeah. He replaced Fieldy for the South America shows that they did. Um, I mean, it's, it's, he's mind blowing. I don't know, uh, what else to say. He's very humble. So he would not like what I say, but, um, because like he was coming home from school and he learned all the corn songs from a CD, you know, like right. by ear and he, every day after school for hours, uh, my husband was not even around. He was on tour himself, so he can even help him. Uh, and and then when we when he came to like his audition, you know, and we went to fill the studio and I was like, okay, let, what song do you want to play? And, you know, and then he kind of auditioned there and, and he blew everybody's mind. Like it's just, yeah. you know, and then he went on tour with them. And I was also, I couldn't even go because my, you know, we have a daughter too and she had yeah. school. So luckily robert came home from tour he just funny enough he just had toured south america so right. he got home to la grabbed ty and then was Ty's assistant on tour back to south america um <laughs> and uh and he was sending me some quick like clips of from the side of the stage and i was like i was crying i was just like wow and um, and he had like the the school, you know, they allow, of course, they allowed him to go uh, uh, on this tour, and uh, they also um, played those clips and watched Ty in the classroom. Like this is our classmate, you know. They were like, so it, it was it was pretty cool. But yeah, I invited him because he's a great multi instrumentalist. So I huh. actually invited him to play guitars um, on my album. Yeah. yeah. On, on Propaganda and Tide. Yes, on a couple songs. Well, that's kind of cool. Listen, it, it's kind of cool. I, I just just before you, I interviewed Udo, and, and he has oh, his yeah. son playing drums on his album. And it's just like, yeah, you know what? that's what it's all about. It's, it's about getting the family in there. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of uh, the future with this, now the album's out and, and we have the videos that we can go watch on YouTube. Do you see yourself going on tour? And if so, does it become performance art? Uh, yeah, I would love to. I mean, you know, it's still kind of weird mm. with uh, all the COVID restrictions and everything. So once that's like feels like more open, my idea, I would love to perform these songs. Like right now, you know, like I'm in front, I'm writing another song. Like I've been writing, I think now I have like uh, six, officially six new songs that are mastered and Wow. <laughs> and, uh, for for another record but yeah my idea would be like really to uh, uh bring it out and 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 have like a, a a mix of the art and the music together like you say like a performance art i don't know whether it's like having like a mini gallery uh, uh like a mini exhibition within the venue or if it's just like my artwork projected in the back and interacting i, I don't know how it's going to be done but um yeah that's that's the uh that's the fun part when you get to just perform and 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 bring it out there talk to me about the uh, the creative process because you know when i was in school i studied creativity which is you know it's part of my psychology thing 
Talk mm-hmm. to me about that. Where where does it come from? Is it just pure inspiration? Where did your parents sort of stick you in front of a piano and say, "Learn this"? How does the creative process work for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just pretty natural to me. Yeah, my parents. I mean, I grew up in a very artistic environment. I've never had like I've never experienced, you know, like uh, uh, the blank page so to speak, like I've never been in front of a canvas or in front of a, a page writing or, or on the piano, not knowing what to do. I just let it, let it flow. And I think it's just uh, uh, listening and hearing and being a conduit for whatever comes and, and allowing the hardest part though, which um, I had the, 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 the you know, uh the hardest time with is is not censoring yourself because i would censor myself all the time and that's why this is the first time i kind of put out videos and and i'm I'm more vocal about the music and more vocal about my artwork and all this Um, the artwork was in a way a little bit easier because you're just like letting it flow and that's how it is i have visions and i let them uh, uh, flow and they, you know, whether I'm painting on the canvas or on the surfboard or whatever I'm creating. And, and there comes like music uh, that are linked to the artwork that I'm doing. And, and I always record, I always my phone with me uh, next to me and I record the ideas that come through or sometimes in a dream, I wake up and I'm like, wow, this is a song and I'll, I'll record it on my phone. So I let things flow and then I work on them like in more details, but the trick is to not censor because I would censor everything. I was just like, oh, no, you know, is that good? That's never good enough. It's never good enough. Well, of course. Uh, uh, And that's the dilemma with artists. you, You never find perfection. No, right. never. And, and, you know, for a long time, I was kind of more striving for perfection or striving for a certain kind of perfection that's, you know, like, oh, is it good enough? No. And then, you know, when you're, uh, and I've been working on my own here, like you see, like here, this is yep. my mic. I have all my, this is my, this is where I work. Basically, right. I have a keyboard, like right underneath, I have a couple of guitars there. Uh, um, and, and when you work on your own, um, there's also no external uh, uh, person that will tell you right. or guide you, you know, and, and it's about also trusting yourself and being like, okay, you know, not, not that I don't welcome, you know, uh, critics or anything. I grew up in France and it's very harsh. <laughs> it's very harsh there. I mean, it's cool, you know, nothing is good enough. Whatever. When you're in première and terminale, they they tell you exactly how awful you are every day. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but anything you do too, like you know, I I I did uh, dance for a long time, and and I remember the first ballet class I took in LA, and she was telling me how wonderful I did my my turns or my attitudes or this or that and i was like whoa wow and it, it encouraged me to be better versus i'm used to the french way is like do this you gotta turn out more you gotta do this and and you I know, know that like, i know that way it's never yeah. good enough <laughs> yeah so you know uh quand on parle de tableaux est-ce que c'est des tableaux vivants quelle sorte de, de peinture what kind of paintings are we doing uh, you know, I, I, I paint, uh, uh, 
I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know what you mean by tableau vivant, but it's it's oh, that's a, that that style where you paint yeah. people that are, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's like uh, I mean, it's the same way as like I was telling about being a conduit. I have visions, right. Uh, that are very much like alive in my head when, and that's what pushes me to, to kind of um, reproduce them on, on different surface, whatever I'm, I'm working with. Uh, and so, and they become, uh, you know, they're like very, they're, they're very, they're, they're like a, a, a dream. Like when you, when you analyze my paintings and the different elements and symbols that are in there, uh, it all makes sense. You know, it has like a, a deeper meaning uh, and it can change, um, you know, to like, the person. I'm looking at that being one with the, with the, the skull back there. Yeah. I, I like that. That's oh, kind of cool. Um, this is my art studio as well. You know, it's and, like and, big, and big art. <laughs> it's funny because I'm, I'm, I, I can't remember the philosopher. It was either Aristotle or Plato who said that we have an idea in the mind. And the, the problem with an artist is that you can't ever get what's in the mind on that paper. Yeah, it's 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 really hard. Yeah. Same with music in a way. You know, sometimes I have songs in my head and I can't reproduce them. Like I can't bring them to life to in this... 3d world it's like it's somewhere there and it's just not exactly it's never exactly what you see or what you hear and it drives you crazy um in, yeah. in terms of the music obviously your husband's in metallica do you stay away from him not to bother him or do you say hey come on give me some input let's help me like because you know the, he does that every day so is it like hey yeah hey. i I tend to never bother him, yeah. uh, um, but during the lockdown, uh, we were all as family member, uh, like all kind of stuck together. Stuck together yeah. And I needed it's the first time I actually asked him for help, and 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 he actually he loved it. Um, but I needed, you know, I had my baseline written somewhere played by a different bass player, but they were still in a demo stage for these songs. Right. Or some I just recorded with my keyboard, but when it came to mixing the songs and finishing them up, I really wanted like a real bass sound. And and my son Ty, who's a great bass player, got so busy because he, you know, he play he has two bands, Otto yeah. and and another band called Feed the Beast, and he was playing with certain... um, Scott Weiland's son. No, not not that. That was That's yeah. A that new was one. That in the beginning, but they, yeah, yeah, he has like two other yeah. yeah, and and he was busy writing with the. It was still lockdown, so he's doing really a lot of shows right now. He's actually playing Saturday, uh, in town. But um, he was so busy, I didn't want to bother him. Uh, but you know, my husband was a little less busy at that time during during the full lockdown. Yep. So I asked him if he would play um the bass on those songs so the funny thing is they never heard the song it, you know he's like just just put the click track and and maybe a drum beat and then the bass line and give me some charts and then and then i'll play them and so yeah around midnight certain nights we would just be like sitting there and be recording him and uh and and so uh, when the first song released, I think it was end of January, 
Uh, and I told him, oh, there's like the first song is released. Oh, which one is that? So he only knew the songs by the bass lines. He never heard the songs the with the titles. vocals or the guitar or any instrument. <laughs> so it was like, is that the song that goes do 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 do? You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's it. Um, that's great. So, but yeah, so this was the first time and and uh, that I asked him to do anything with, you know, for my art or my, and and so it's the first time, because I was always afraid of his feedback, because he could be harsh. <laughs> could well, be hey, listen, when you're in, in Metallica and the biggest metal band in the world ever, you know, you're, you're yeah. good. You, but still, you know, be good. So. Other bands, like some of the bands I listen to, uh, he was like, oh, well, what's, what were you listening to this? I'm like, I love this band, sorry. Uh, you know? What, like, what are you listening to that he's doing that? I mean, is it like Dead Can Dance? What are, what are we listening to? No, it's like death metal stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, it, I'm, I'm not going to say uh, right, you don't to a band in, in, in it, specifically, but he, he started actually liking uh, Carcass and he started liking death and he started liking obituary and and cannibal corpse uh but at first he was like what is this why do i have to sound like this i'm like i love this shit i <laughs> but uh but now he's starting to like some of them but there's still some of them where he's like you know yeah, well he says you can tell by my shirt where, where is it over here I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm more in the melodic rock uh, yeah um... i love it all you know <laughs> Uh, but I had my my uh, in the '90s. I I had my little death metal uh, era where I was just listening to all the Morbid Angels and all this. <laughs> well, some great bands, but I, I I'll stick to uh, Megadeth, Metallica, and Anthrax that have a little bit more melody and a little bit more. Yeah. I don't want to say pop appeal, but in a sense, you know, there is a bit of a pop appeal to what they do. Um, in in terms of uh, what's next for you? Because you're you're doing this, you're doing the, uh, the, the or the, um, what was I going to say? The artwork. Where do you want to see yourself focusing moving forward? Do you want to focus on the music or do you want to focus on art? Or it is what it is. Que sera, they, sera. Yeah, you know, they both work kind of together. And I've tried this many times in my life where people tell me, oh, you get to focus on one thing only. Uh, um, Creative mind doesn't work that way. No, and, and really I get inspired to, uh, to paint when I write music and I get inspired to write music when I paint. It really goes hand in hand. And, and uh, I, you know, I have a gallery that represents me in, in Malibu um, and uh, I've been doing a lot of shows there. Uh, so, you know, that's been great. And, and so I don't have to take uh, care of the selling my art part right. you know I just like I just paint and then we do shows and 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 they take care of of the showing and and of course I'm I'm there uh during the openings and and I'm present right. uh um and they're fantastic over there I, I really love them uh and then um yeah and then the music is 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 I mean it goes hand in hand and I'm I'm here uh working every day and I just I'm just grateful because I love what I do. So, right. so I just, I can't complain, you know, and when you're creating your art, how conscious of you, are you of the commercial bill, how, how commercial it has to be? Because if you're doing galleries and you're selling it, do you, do you sit there and say, oh, I can't add that because then I won't yeah. be able to sell it or I need to add this because it'll get me an extra couple of thousand. 
No. No, I just try to t- uh, stay true to myself and whatever comes. I am not really a salesperson. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not, oh. you know, I, I, I don't think that way. I know some people do think that way. And uh, it's, it's good. To, you know, everybody's different. I'm not, I'm not that type. I'm really yeah. like trying to stay authentic and, and not think about, will it sell more? Like, I, I think if you're true to yourself and you're really showing who you are, I think the people that get it will get it uh, even more. Right. You know, versus as, you know, the opposite. When the you're common. Um, you have a couple of other projects, and I'm just trying to see if they're both going on. You have one with Rav Medic and another one with Mark Dalbeth or Dalbeth. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Okay. It's the same one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And, and talk to me about that. When does that come out and, and who's taking the lead on it? Does Rav do everything and then you just join in or is it your project and he helps or is it really yeah, a collaborative? It's a, it's a full collaboration. Okay. He 50. He, uh, um, well, we, we met because uh, there was a, a, a charity show at the Troubadour. Uh, when was it? In May? I forgot when it was. No, March. Yeah, in March, I think. Earlier 2021. Yeah, and 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 he contacted me and said, "Hey, would you like to collab on the song?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool." And from there, he sent me a couple of music ideas, and I picked one of them, and I said, "I like this tune. Uh, I'll work on it." And he worked on it, and he does the music part, and I do the melody and lyric part, and we put it out, and it got such a great um, uh, feedback and, and response that uh that now we have like a a, a label that it's called golden robot yeah Records. mark mark out in uh, australia we love mark yeah he's yeah he's he contacted us and now we're uh signed with uh them over there and uh so we actually are in the process of writing a full ep so right. so yeah so yeah. uh i'm i'm writing the our third song right now fourth fourth song i mean third song with golden robot so yeah yeah you you, you can't go wrong with mark and golden robot i love that guy he's Um, so cool i didn't know him at all we had a couple zoom meetings and and he was just a great guy and and i love his passion for music and and so it was like it felt like a perfect fit and i was just like and he works with some of my friends in, in France. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like it's such a small world in the in the metal world. It really you know? is. You know, hey, Disney was right. It's a small, small world after yeah. all. Yeah. Um, last thing, in terms of social media, I've, I've always found it interesting to follow your Instagram because it's not just, you know, family stuff, but there's also some creative stuff going there. Uh, how important is social media for what you do? And can you turn that into an art form? Uh, that's a good question. Well, it's important for me to, that's, that's the way, especially nowadays, it's, it's the way to connect with people. Uh, and I, I, I love that to be able to uh, uh, see, uh, read the comments, the messages and kind of interact uh, uh, with people who um, are, you know, like you know supporting my art or my music or or you know just there to kind of see check it out what's going on i think it's a great way to to do that um an art form it could be you know many times i thought oh maybe i can make this 
uh, uh, some kind of artistic display of, of, of you know, my creativity. Yep. But um, I'm going to do like actually in about a uh, half hour, I have a, another Zoom meeting because I'm, I'm redoing my website uh, and, and I was trying to implement something like that similar on my website, creating like a, a, a sort of a blog where I could just display the latest stuff, but also in a artistic kind of way. Yeah. Um, just I'm just saying that because you know what happened to Instagram a, a few a couple of weeks ago where it was completely gone and and you're never sure what's gonna happen in the future. If they decide to shut it, you know, shut it down, then then there's no, you know, I want to make yeah. sure I have like a way to still connect with people and still, you know. Just... Oh, I know that I know exactly that. I, I had 500 episodes on a podcast platform that disappeared. And I don't have access to those shows anymore. Yeah, like, oh horrible. my God, I got to start over. Yeah. But, eh, say la vie. Um, yeah. uh, la as we vie, say in. Mais... Pardon me? Je dis c'est la vie, mais c'est quand même pas uh, idéal. Hein? Nope, mais bon. Ouais. On, on se lève et on, we keep walking. On continue à, à faire ce qu'on a à faire. Uh, comme on dit à Montréal, or like we say in Montreal. Uh, merci beaucoup. An absolute pleasure. And uh, the, the fun fact is. The last person of Metallica I interviewed a couple of years ago was your husband. So oh, now really? you. So now I just need Ty so I can get the whole family. <laughs> yeah. And Lula then after that. Yeah. Well, by the way, a great drummer now. It, it's just amazing. Lula's doing drums? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're going to have your own little band soon. Totally. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> you, Rob, and the two kids in a van going from show to show. <laughs> That's going to be terrific. Uh, merci bien. Merci. Bonne Merci. journée. Bye-bye. Merci, au revoir. That was good. Thank you.